The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexican Matters. I am your host, as always, the Mexican. We have many things to talk about. Appalling things, nonetheless. And we are talking about outrageous things. That I don't know why people in this country feel like it has to be done. Like the nonsense that constantly is spewing out of people's mouths. And let's start off with women. Yes. Oh, well, hold hold your horses there. Hear me out. We all know that a lot of you guys don't like it when I bash the females. But apparently, there was another women's march this past weekend. The second year. Because apparently it wasn't done right the first year. Are you shitting me? What the fuck are we watching for? Equality? Oppression? Yes. Women are oppressed? Really? In this country, women are oppressed. Oh, but we're not treated equally. We're not paid the same. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. What else? Oh, uh, Trump said we're a bunch of vaginas. Uh, we must wear pussies and outrageous outfits and make signs to protest. Okay. And I will give you this. Some of these signs I saw were actually hilarious. But most of them were just retarded and really just listing nonsense on the cardboard you know, cut out, it, no, no, just, just stop, and what are we oppressed, what are we oppressed, women are oppressed in this country, (laughs) that is news to me, because I'm pretty sure it is called the land of the brave and the home of the free, or land of the free and home of the brave, whichever one, you know, I'm Mexican, I'm allowed to forget these things, but regardless, free Keyword in that title. Let's talk about countries where women are actually oppressed. The Middle East, for example. Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia. We're talking about countries where women are not allowed to drive. They're not allowed to vote. They're not allowed to wear specific items of clothing. They're not allowed to work. Uh, Let's talk about other countries in South America or Southeast Asia where women are actually uh, enslaved, trafficked. Um, Yeah, those are countries that probably should protest for women's rights. Not the United States of America where, get the fuck out of here, I can name at least a hundred women that make more money than I do. Yeah, equality my ass. If Serena Williams is bitching because she does not make it up as much money as Rafael Nadal, well, guess what? Play a se- uh, play a best of five sets and beat the fucker, and then you'll see you'll be paid equally. But I'm pretty sure for endorsements, it's about the same. We're in a country where women can do whatever they want. Case in point, the protest. Only in America would a bunch of women be protesting 
equal rights or oppression against women in a country where there is none. Mind you, as they said before, at least Trump is getting them out there and walking. Because from what I saw, all the ones out there were not the prettiest of the bunch. Yeah. We're in a country where I'll use... Actually, you know what? Well, Maxi, you're just talking about like the elite of the elite. No. Let me give you a local example. Sonic on the Australian football team, the Columbus Jillaroos. She is in a country where she can play Australian football. In the Middle East, in other countries where women can't play sports, guess what? She would be playing shit. But she's playing a sport she enjoys. Her sister is going to Brazil to play for the national handball team. And they're actually very good. Sonic can do things with a, a footy that myself and other players of the male gen- gender cannot do. So kudos. My respect goes out to those athletes. Because that's what they are. Athletes before women. But let's calm the fuck down. There's no need to be protesting shit. Number one. Number two on the nonsense list that people like to spew. So, Megsy, for the first time in my Super Bowl betting history, I actually lost money going into the Super Bowl on the champ- from the championship games. The one thing I did not need to happen actually happened. Eagles won and the Patriots won. So my 1000 bucks turned into now 625 Now I got to decide who to put money on. Tom Brady going for the sixth Super Bowl or the Eagles? Shoot, will the Eagles soar and fly? I don't know. I have two weeks to decide. Well, 10 days now. But anyways. But the, the nonsense that drives me nuts... Oh, the Eagles are the underdogs. Oh, the Eagles against the mighty Brady Empire. Get the fuck out of here. Are we serious? Yes, Tom Brady is more experienced and Bill Belichick's more experienced at going to the Super Bowl. Yes, they're the current defending champions. But, again, it's based on what have you done recently in this current NFL season. And last time I checked... Both teams were 13-3 and going into the playoffs. Both teams were the number one seed in their conference. Both teams have a good running game. Both teams have a good passing game. Both teams have a decent defense. Yeah, this is what I like to call the way American playoffs should be. The one seed against the one seed fighting it out who's the ultimate one seed. That's what I like to see. None of this wild card nonsense and six knocks out three and then eliminates one. And if, you, if that really happens, then you should have never been one to begin with. But guess what? It did not. The Jaguars lost because they're idiots. They had the lead and they blew it. But guess what? You know why? Because Blake Bortles is a terrible quarterback. I would have been pissed if they made the Super Bowl because it would have been like when the Ravens won with Trent Dilfer. Terrible quarterbacks. All... All a quarterback needs to do is manage the game and throw a 10-yard pass. If he has a great running game and a great defense, that's all they need to manage. But guess what? If you're terrible, you're terrible. And the Vikings, <laughs> I can't believe people were actually contemplating that they would, cons- they, they would, you know, try to rewin my support. No, they were not going to be the first team to play the Super Bowl at home. You know why? Because they always end up choking. Yeah. 
they also had a 13-3 record. And guess what? Losing 38-7 to the Eagles with their backup quarterback. By you, Nick Foles is not an ordinary backup quarterback. But still, yeah, that's sad. You needed a trick. Uh, well, not a trick play, but, you know, like a, like a Hail Mary type scenario against the Saints to beat Drew Brees. Yeah, no. The two best teams are in the Super Bowl. I don't think one's more underdog than the other. So let's calm the fuck down. It's a rematch from previous Super Bowl when the Eagles lost to the Patriots back when Donald McNabb was their quarterback. But let's shut the fuck up about, oh, they're the underdog. And then there's this idiot on the Eagles, Lane Johnson, I think is his name, who back in the summer said, if we were in the Super Bowl, bite everybody in Philadelphia beer. Well, first off, motherfucker, not everybody in Philadelphia drinks beer. Number two, not anybody, everybody's of the age of 21. What, are you going to force feed babies beer? So let's just say even if you were to you know, gather everybody who's over the age of 21 who actually enjoys drinking beer. It's a lot of beers. It's called uh, running your mouth before uh, you know the marathon starts or counting your chickens before they hatch. Yeah, you don't see Tom Brady doing that bullshit. And the hate. The other thing, the nonsense I don't understand. The hate for the Patriots. I don't mind them because I'm a Giants fan. We are the the kryptonite. They can't beat us. Ask Eli. But anywho. What I don't understand is why we don't appreciate greatness. Okay, let's just assume the flake gate. They actually, you know, planned it. Let's assume Spygate, they actually planned it. Let's assume the first time with the tuck rule that, you know, that wasn't okay. That's still three of five currently and potentially three of six. There's still three other Super Bowls that this motherfucker has that, oh, what what happened last year? The Falcons. Oh, yeah. Any cheating there, supposedly? Oh, no. Just the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Let's, Let's shit all over that. Are you kidding me? This guy has the most playoff victories out of any quarterback. He's about to go. He's 40. He's about to play the Super Bowl and possibly win it for his six. You know who the only other player who's won six huge titles like that? Michael fucking Jordan. And he went six for six. Tom Brady's at least lost twice to the Giants. When Peyton went and he was 40... He was winning his second with a different team. And here we have Tom motherfucking Brady going for six with an injured arm or hand. Yeah, I mean, you can hate the Patriots all you want because they're your rival. But don't just hate just because you want to hate. Tom Brady, I've always said it, Tom Brady's the kind of guy... Who would go win the Super Bowl and then go and, and fuck your girlfriend or your wife and not give two shits about it? Great! It's the kind of guy that needs to lead the team to the Super Bowl and to his sixth title. Gets lonely at the top, Tom Brady. I feel ya. Other nonsense that people tend to spew recently has to do with the government. Oh, the Democrats and Republicans can't get their shit right and, uh, that's why the government shut down. No, motherfucker. In case you forgot, the majority of Republicans 
And the president is what? Republican. Yeah. You know why the government shutdown couldn't figure out a budget? Because people who support Trump are like, ooh, let's spend all this money on the, on the fucking wall. That's not going to work. And everybody else is like, uh, no. Yeah. So shut the fuck up and, and pay attention. And now we got all these people who are bitching about, oh, I voted for Trump because he he, uh, he, he promised these things and they're not happening. Me, 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 me. Um, every politician does that during elections. And did you really believe that all of that was going to happen? If you did, you are a schmoron. I did it because it's the lesser of two evils. And here you are trying to tell me that you actually thought that he was going to care about your situation. You are an idiot. And you deserve to lose your job. Now, now that that's over, let's move on to announcements. Happy Australia Day for everybody down under. Uh, join us at Burns Pub today. The Columbus Jackaroos for the uh, USAFL, the Australian football team of Columbus, will be there celebrating from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. If you don't know where Burns Pub is, it is in Grandview off of Grandview Avenue. And I believe Northwest, right at that corner. You can come celebrate. We'll have raffles. Uh, a autographed by by the entire team, uh, Columbus Columbus uh, Blue Jackets jersey. Also a Columbus Crew soccer ball that's autographed. Uh, if you can't make it, at least buy raffle tickets so you can enter to win. Again, 7 p.m. today at Bird's Pop. In other announcements... Mexi has decided, as a show of good faith and how he is such a team player and likes to donate back to his community, he is putting the title on the line. Oh, yes. If you remember last year with the Ben Challenge, this motherfucker thought he could run a marathon. Well, this year, Mexi ain't got time to be running marathons against idiots who've never run marathons before. So, but Mexi already has one of Tara's friends, Rachel, who lost a bet and is, has to run a marathon. So I was generous enough to decide, let's make it run for the Kia. April, fir- April 21st, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's a 12-hour race. You run around Fred Beekman Park over on Lane and Kenny. That loop is exactly a little over a mile. Well, she has to run it at least 26 times to complete the marathon. But guess what? It's, for, it's a 12-hour race. So the rules are you can start running, take a break, leave, go get food, go take a nap, come back, and keep running, and whoever has the most laps wins. Well, that's that kind of race. It's 75 bucks to sign up right now. Again, April 21st, Fred Beatman Park, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mexi's using that as his training to try and do a 50-miler. So I'm going to at least attempt to complete 50 miles. Well, guess what? Just like last year when when Ben tried to do our little duel for charity and for the club, for the Australian football team, the Columbus Jackaroos, I'm going to do the same thing this year. So here's the deal. Mexi is running the run for Kia, and he's putting the belt on the line. So I am issuing an open challenge. The open challenge involves the following. Mexi will donate two Australian footballs, two footies, to the club if he does not reach 50 miles within the 12-hour limit. 
And for any of you mofos, I am a firm believer right now that nobody currently on the Australian football team, on the Jackaroos or Jaroos, could beat me at a marathon. Let alone an endurance race for 12 hours. So, I am issuing an open challenge. Nominate your contenders, Jackaroos, for all I care. But for every person that runs more laps than I do in that 12-hour limit, Mexi will wear an outfit of their choosing to practice for a week. So, for example, let's say Sonic wanted to challenge me. If Sonic runs more laps than I do, Sonic gets to decide what I wear to practice for a week. Could be a tutu, could be a speedo, could be whatever you want for a week. If two people beat me, say Sonic and her sister, or I don't know, Dan and Clyde beat me, that's two weeks. Dan could decide a speedo one week, Clyde could decide I have to practice shirtless. Or wear a tutu or, you know, a dick-shaped hat. I don't fucking know what Clyde thinks about. But anyways, you get my point. But that's for every person that goes on there or goes out there and tries to outrun Mexi. And the person with the most laps gets the title. Also, this allows everybody else to contribute by actually placing wagers themselves. You can bet on who's going to be, who's going to run more laps than Mexi. Will Mexi actually get to 50? Will so-and-so actually be able to get to 26 laps? The countless possibilities are endless. So that's the deal. I already told the president about it. El Presidente, Bigfooty. So, we're working on something there. Now, before we continue, let's give out shout-outs, as always, to our sponsors. American National, vote for Ramo. Get car insurance, cheap car insurance, UM coverage, the whole package. 614-595-2934. Give him a call. Use promo code MEXI. Let him know you listen to the podcast. He'll hook you up. Same way, IGS is a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Promo code Mexi will give you fixed rates on gas and electric because who nobody likes fluctuating rates. It's just ridiculous, especially during the winter months. Just use promo code Mexi, email a Peterson at igsenergy.com or give them a call. 312-4799-614 area code. They'll hook you up too. IGS and American National, proud sponsors of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, let's recap. Mexi's recent marathon. State number 42, Nevada, is done. It was supposed to be two states, Arizona and Nevada. But the problem was, with the government shutting down, the race in Nevada that was supposed to be on that Sunday, the 21st, got canceled because, guess what? It was actually in a national park, Lake Mead National Park. Which, sidebar, that's the other thing I don't understand, is how... Our national parks 
shut down. Nobody patrols them. Nobody cares. I mean, you can still direct a race there because nobody's going to be there. Especially if the workers are gone because it's shut down. It's not like if there's a gate or a wall you can't open. Get the fuck out of here. But anyways, the race got canceled. So we flew into Vegas. We're going to stay there uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was going to, we were going to drive to Phoenix the night of um, early morning, actually, on Saturday morning, like around 1 in the morning, and get to Phoenix, visit um, Brittany, Tara's friend, and I was going to do a 52K in Phoenix, and then come back and do the other marathon in Vegas on Sunday. Well, with that Vegas race being canceled... I was left scrambling. I'm like, I'm, and and I didn't realize it until like we woke up on uh, that night, like at 1 a.m. I woke up and I'm like, what? The race got canceled? Yeah, I got an email saying it was canceled, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking drive all the way to freaking Phoenix to do a 52k and that's it. Especially if I have to come back eventually to redo Vegas. Why well, remembered? That when I was planning this, there was a marathon that Saturday morning in Vegas on the other side of town that I almost signed up for. So I looked it up. It still had entries. So um, it was called the Just Rerun Marathon. They advertised, oh, we're recycling medals and race shirts. You know, you get to choose. I'm like, haha, they're hilarious. Thinking, you know, they were joking. Oh, no, they were serious. When you finish, you got to pick a medal. That they had for previous races None of them said marathon They all had 5k's, 10k's or whatever nonsense on them Oh, I was I was eventually Gonna get pissed But something glorious happened So We'll get to that um, So I signed up for that I'm like, you know what, fuck Arizona, fuck 52k You know what, I lost 115 on that Sign up fee, whatever And then, well, Sunday I mean, I signed up, but they were at least giving me my shirt and my medal for the other marathon that got canceled, which I had to go pick up. But anyways, so uh, decided to sign up for that race Saturday morning. Uh, it was 13 miles uphill and 13 miles back downhill, but in sets of uh, four laps. So it was basically four 10Ks. You had to go up, down, up, down, up, down. There was a lot of people there and I'm like, oh, shit. OK, well, all right, well, let's run. Start running And I notice there's a lot less people Once I get You know Half Past halfway Once we separate the men From the boys So Towards the end I'm realizing I'm almost done And I'm pretty sure There's two or three people Only ahead of me It's insane So I finish I'm tired I'm exhausted Race director comes over to me And goes Here you go You're third I'm like what? Yeah I finished Overall third male Yeah Only one female ahead of me So fourth overall With a time, an abysmal time Of 5.46 That's insane The two males that finished ahead of me One had a time of 3.32 The other one had a time of like 3.50 So over an hour went by And nobody had finished the marathon Until I got there in the male category uh, There was maybe uh, Four or five females Doing the marathon uh, Fifteen males So basically three out of twenty something I'll take it 
They gave me an award. I'm like, oh shit. And I got to pick a nonsense medal and then drive to pick up the packet and get the medal for the other race. So for running one race impromptu, I got two medals and an award. Oh yes. Glorious times. And Nevada's out of the way. Great. And luckily I knew that that race was that morning because I had looked into it and it was, we were already in Vegas anyways. And luckily I already knew that Phoenix, there were auto options in February and, and March to run Phoenix. So I'm okay with that. We have to go back and run Phoenix. Vegas was a good time. I didn't get to gamble, but, uh, you know, we got to see all the hotels. I didn't go to the Manly Bay. Well, because I don't want to get shot, you know, bad juju. But we saw all the other hotels. Uh, Caesars Palace is huge. I mean, we got lost in it. Uh, we also got were able to sign up to come back and stay at the Luxor free for four nights with a $150 deposit that they give you back. You just have to, you know, kind of like a timeshare, listen to their presentation. But they pick you up in a limo, take you to eat for free, and give you their spiel. Oh, yeah, no, I'm okay with that. I am more than okay with that. Um, Tara got sick, uh, you know, too much walking for her, she's not used to that much activity, so, um, that was another reason why I, I decided not do Phoenix, because I didn't want to leave, she almost didn't go, I didn't want to leave her by herself in the hotel, drive and come back, so, it is what it is, but we stayed at the D Hotel, downtown Vegas, north of the Strip, uh, I actually did not know that downtown Vegas was north of the Las Vegas Strip. I actually assumed it would, the Las Vegas Strip was downtown Vegas. But the D Hotel was named because, you know, Detroit. People from Detroit uh, opened up the hotel. It was all right, but the problem was, Lord, we were on the fifth floor, and they had some kind of concert outside that Tara could not sleep through. So then we had to change rooms. We went up to the 24th floor when we changed rooms. And then the night of, you know, when we found out the race got canceled, there was an impromptu fire alarm, um, false alarm actually, that made us all have to walk down 24 flights of stairs only to get to the bottom. And they're like, oh, yeah, false alarm. You guys go back inside. Oh, I was pissed. Actually, I don't think. No, actually, take that back. That was not the night of <coughs> um, going to Phoenix. That was the next night after I had already done the marathon. So I was tired, my knees were hurting, and I had to go down 24 flights of stairs the whole time. I'm like, babe, you had to make us move floors. You could not be on the fifth floor. Heaven forbid we don't sleep. On top of that, um, that 24 floor shower, you have to wait 30 minutes for it to get hot water. Oh, we were pissed. Next time at the Luxor, I guarantee that's not happening. Anyways, uh, overall a good time. We ate at the buffet at Caesars, about $100 for, uh, you know, just to eat at the buffet. It was some good food. I had, did have some delicious red velvet pancakes. It was a good time. Vegas was was good. I, I did not, uh, I, I was not disappointed. But yeah, we got to go back uh, to do Phoenix. Uh, but that one, we might not use our, our Luxor stay. We have a whole year to do that, so... We could have, I could have done it for Arizona or LA since both cities are about four hour drive, but no, um, I think I'm going to save it for another occasion because Phoenix, we could just do come in that day, uh, and just drive out to Vegas, uh, to Phoenix because flying to Vegas is cheaper. 
in LA. I can always stay with other people in LA. So we'll see. We'll keep you guys posted. But anyways, that is enough for the podcast. Uh, Mexi has uh, shit to do. On the plus side, I am almost close to 100 submissions for the month. I don't know if I'm able to maintain this for the quarter, but the most submissions I've had in one month is 72, currently at 73. Just saying. When your heart is pure and you believe, miraculous things happen. Oh, I almost forgot to mention. This ties it back to the nonsense we were talking about earlier. People not knowing what the, what, they're, what they're talking about. Um, well, when we were in Vegas, we actually went to Madame Tussauds. I've actually, that was the last Madame Tussauds I had not seen. For those who don't know what that is, that is the Wax Museum. Celebrities, yada, yada. They had a hangover exhibit because, you know, the hangover movie is filmed in Vegas. So they had the police car, they had the ambulance, uh, they had the, uh, the, the, not the ambulance, the hospital, the, uh, the hotel room, and they had the chapel. So Tara thought it would be hilarious to take a picture in front of the chapel. I'm wearing sweatpants, so we take the picture. You clearly see there's a background to the chapel. And she sends it to her co-workers going, well, this just happened. They're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then, and then the one co-worker, Carrie, is like, why well, need more proof? And I was just playing along, you know, not going to do much about it. And I'm like, Motherf- this motherfucker wants proof? All right, fine. So we were already going to go to the mall to get Tara a coach purse. And in the first store we see, K Jewelers. I'm like, great. Let's walk inside. Dude, Mexican-looking dude. I'm like, dude, I don't care about your spiel. Give me a ring. Put it on it. We're just taking a picture. Bam. Problem solved. The price tag was still on the fucking ring. So we send that over. They don't even bat an eye. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Oh, my God, I'm so happy for you guys. <coughs> oh, Lord. I could not stop laughing. Tara wanted to tell them within an hour or two. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's. I'm only playing along if we la- make this last until Tuesday when she w- was going back to work. So then I said, you know what? In order for this to be believable, it's got to be on Facebook because they're going to kind of see uh, that I didn't post anything. Because they're friends with, with me on Facebook. On top of that, I want to see how many of my jabroni friends could actually tell that I did not actually get married. So I put it on Facebook. 50 plus people liking it, congratulating me. And I'm like, motherfuckers, am I the only one that sees a background and a, and a price tag? Of all people, Stacia is the one that noticed that there was a price tag on the ring. The one person. But I will like to sh- do a shout out to the people who actually know me, the BBs, Cato, Bigfooty, my brother, who actually called and messaged me saying, hey, I can't believe you got married. Are you serious? There's no way. This is not true. Why didn't you tell us? You would have told us. Yeah, that's right. If I am going to get married, I would tell my brother. I would tell the BBs. I would at least tell a decent amount of people and ask for advice from the council before actually proposing. Let alone getting married in sweatpants. In a chapel and eloping. No. Tara wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And I can't believe Cato had the audacity to say, well, I can see you maybe doing this, you know, but I know you know better. But she, Tara's more logical, reasonable, and, and smarter than you are. She definitely would never do it. I'm like, motherfucker, are you kidding me? My, while that may be true, that she wouldn't do it, get the fuck out of here. Goddamn Cato. Anyways. I can't believe people actually thought that I got eloped in freaking sweatpants. So I had to issue a retractment when uh, Tuesday came along and, you know, she went to work and the coworkers were bamboozled. Ha ha ha. Hilarious. Um, but I, 
issued a retractment. I'm like, you guys know. And then once Stacia put it up there that the price tag was there, pretty sure people were like, oh, yeah, that's a price tag. Oh, oh, sheep. But anyways, for future reference, I will not be eloping in sweatpants. Just saying. Like Stacia said, tank top, sleeves, maybe. Well, on that note, uh, we're this is all we have for you guys on the podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Check us out on SoundCloud. All the episodes are there. iTunes, Mixing My Matters. Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. You guys know the spiel. YouTube. Send us comments. Please review the podcast on iTunes. I'm tired of hearing how we don't have reviews. Okay? iTunes actually lets me know. Please, if you listen to the podcast, go review it on iTunes. Give it a five-star rating. Come on. It's not that hard. All right. Well, that's it, motherfuckers. As always, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. I'll see you guys next time.